Live Imaging Tuesday, a few minutes after noon, 12 p.m., that is. Uh, sleep. Travis and Sliwa, as we get ready, <laughs> Super Crosstalk coming up at 12.55, and hopefully you're going to ask Ireland about the toss tonight at halftime. Yeah, so, I'll, I'll get a little bit of So Slee's going to have to toss to the Pau Gasol retirement ceremony tonight, and you've never done a live toss to a big event. This is your first time. Like this, yes. I've never thrown a live. And you toss. don't want to step on it, like he did mm-hmm. when he stepped on the chain smokers during the Rams halftime. <laughs> That's not well. You true. didn't time it out properly, so all of a sudden, and out of the field, the chain smokers. No, because we weren't quite sure when the chain smokers were coming out. I see so our I boss, the great Amanda Brown, bit. is in there now. Amanda, are you concerned? Not at all. You're not concerned that Slee will not be able to toss on time. That he'll go thirty well, seconds short. There really is not. There is no such thing as tossing on time. To be honest with you, well, but somebody's going to speak. Well, yeah, but I've seen the rundown, and there's a video, and then there's like you know Morales is very concerned. Else. But at, ta- at some is, point, Slee realize, has to toss to somebody. Yes, but you do realize that this is radio, right? So he can really toss whenever he wants, and the you can do a soft toss. Are going to have no idea. <laughs> Whether it's right or wrong. But you will know inside, Slee, that you blew the toss. Sliwa. You will come in here tomorrow and you will tell us the no, truth. No one is rooting harder for you to blow the toss no, than Morales, Chris. no matter what, even if it's Happy is my right home, but I just texted him and told him, at halftime, I need to be able to talk to Slee and tell him, hey, listen. Pull over on the freeway we didn't just to have a No, second. apparently we're going to the game. Who knew? Okay. Of course, that's Cappy. He doesn't tell me these things. I asked him yesterday, are we going are you going to the game? Because I'll make I'll get on the train. Oh no, we're good. No, nah, apparently we're not good. Anyway. <laughs> so sleep. Yeah. You you don't want to blow the toss. Amanda's <laughs> been doing this a long time and she knows best, but still, yeah. if I was you, yeah. I would want to practice this with Ireland. I feel today. like you're more nervous than anybody. It's your first time. But here's the problem. I'm the one that's given him the timing. So if he blows it, you can also blame me. So from the so- open, because we want a tighter open tonight, right? We want a tighter halftime open. Yeah, it'll be a quick, it'll be a quick, uh, quick open. Okay, All right, well, I'm going to get back to this because everyone's signaling <laughs> for me to stop. So I, Travis and Sliwa continues right now. That's should, awesome. Should the Rams go get uh, Lamar Jackson? Because apparently they might be able to. The this is from Adam Schefter. The Ravens sent notice to the NFLPA that they placed the 32.41 million non-exclusive franchise tag on quarterback Lamar Jackson. He is now allowed to negotiate with other teams, but the Ravens have the right to match any offer sheet he signs hmm. or take two first-round picks in return. So basically, there's two types of tag. There's the tag that basically gives you all the money, but you're locked in. You have to take it. Then there's this one, which is, here's the number. Go shop it around and see if you can do better. And if you do, we can decide whether we want to match, match it. it or not. Lamar Jackson, pretty good player. Pretty exciting player. Like People get on board with Lamar Jackson, I think, very, very quickly. Listen, I'm a, I'm a fan of his style. I'm a fan of his game. He's had a lot of success in Baltimore, not, not the success you want in the postseason. But are people just done with Stafford? I think Stafford may be done. Not not like, but look, there was a, there was a story that came out that basically he couldn't throw the ball all season last year, that he was just badly banged up. There's still Jeez. buzz that he may walk away at some, that it's not, even though he said, I'm playing. It's just, and the Rams are in a weird spot that Floyd's on the block, Ramsey's on the block, that uh, they're, they're trying to trade Allen Robinson. They've mm-hmm. already cut Bobby Wagner loose. They got a bunch of their biggest stars are either on their way out or already out. That's a hell of a way to kind of restart All right, you're it. The, you're the Rams guy. What would you do? No. <laughs> Not a chance. I want the kid that's playing for SC. Mm-hmm. I want him. Younger, cheaper, So local. play out this year. Yeah. Not knowing Stafford's health, but it sounds like. 
Well, it's different. All of a sudden, it's really kind of obvious what they're doing, right? This doesn't. It, let me let me ask you guys this: Have you read or seen? And I read everything there is to read about the Rams and listen to everything there is to listen to about the Rams. Is anyone saying that? Hey, listen. Everything that could go wrong with them did last year. They're not nearly as bad as they look. They're going to be fine. You've seen that anywhere? Yes, you. Remember I, when you listed and, and they were fair it was a fair list. It's a long list, but the consensus seems to be this is a team that's in transition and they need to start thinking about what's coming next. Yep. That Sean McVay may be on board with a look, there there's a difference between we've got a bad team and I'm ready for a bad team and we're going to start rebuilding this too. I thought we we're going to be really good and we were lousy, which yep. is what it was last year. Mm-hmm. Just the mindset of that whole thing is different. I think there's a chance that they could have another season like they did. It's not guaranteed, but they mm-hmm. could have another very tough season. Caleb Williams is the prize, not Lamar Jackson. Caleb Williams is the prize at the end of that tunnel as far as interest, local, authentic, yep. homegrown. Mm-hmm. Like all of these guys we talk about, other than Cooper Cup, they're not homegrown Rams. There are St. Louis guys that came here, were traded acquisitions. Mm-hmm. Cup's kind of the local dude. Well, here, here's the problem. How many how many teams this year that by the time you're seven, eight weeks weeks into the season and they know we ain't going anywhere, mm-hmm. at what point do those teams start saying there's going to be 10 teams that say, yeah, it's in our best interest to go the other way than to go forward. Rams, might, by the way, might be one of those teams. But what you're competing with, the chances to get Caleb Williams versus the actual opportunity to get him versus a player like Lamar Jackson. I'm not saying go get Lamar. I think my, my question is more what's Stafford's health going to be. The, the question of or the opportunity of trying to get someone like that versus someone that could basically be there if you meet the right number, Baltimore probably. It's a hell of a way to reboot it. Mm-hmm. He'll be back in Baltimore. That just that, that seems like one of those. Everybody's going to song and dance and do their thing, and he's going to end up right back where he started. Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Jet, and the, and you and I are not going to care that much about it. We talked about no, we wanted him to yesterday. be a Raider. Yeah, he, well, I guess he still could, but it seems seems very unlikely. All right, let's go back to the uh, the Lakers for a sec. Powell tonight is the retirement ceremony. We've talked about the Lakers getting back into the finals, winning the conference, or at least getting a deep run in the conference. We've talked about the Clippers. We've talked about the teams at the top. Everybody We've talked about. The Nuggets being the number one seed. One Memphis team. is the number two seed. I'm going to skip over the number three seed for a second. We've talked. Golden State has the pedigree. We're talking about the Phoenix team that has Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and DeAndre Ayton. You're talking about a Dallas team with two megastars in Luka and Kyrie. The Sacramento Kings are the third team in the West, yeah. a half game behind I was Memphis say, for the second By the spot. time today's all said and done, I don't know what their head-to-head is. Yep. They might be the number two. They could be the number two team in the Western Conference, and no one is saying, hey, you know who could actually win this conference are the Sacramento Kings. Taylor, give me a scenario where the Sacramento Kings win the Western Conference. I think the reason that you talked about that bodes, that bodes well for the Kings is that they haven't been talked about this entire season. Mm-hmm. And the pressure isn't on them. It's on teams like Denver to not choke away Joker's glory years. It's on the Grizzlies without John Moran. It's on Phoenix, Dallas to kind of get their act together. Another reason uh, is the Kings' road record. To win in the playoffs, you have to win in the road, and they have the best road record in the entire Western Conference. That's a great stat, by the way. Also, they have an unselfish one-two punch in Fox and Sabonis. So you also know who's going to have the ball at the end of the at the end of the game in clutch time. That's that's uh, De'Aaron Fox. He leads uh, the, the league in clutch points and shooting percentage in the clutch moments. And Sabonis, he doesn't have to score to affect a game. 
He can lead, or he actually is leading, leading the league in rebounding, and he leads the Kings in assists. He loves getting teammates involved. There's a bunch of reasons here, um, and I'm not going to wood, but the Kings have had a pretty healthy season thus far. They also have a championship coach, Mike Brown, and a little bit of championship experience with Harrison Barnes. I just love the fact that not everybody's talking about him because nobody. It's, it, it's it, and all of the, that's a compelling case for. Listen, don't. I don't think they're going to win the West, but that's a case of why they could at least hang around for a while, make it really, really interesting. The the Lakers and the Clippers. The Lakers are below the line. The Clippers are barely hanging on inside the line. Yep. And they get it. Oh, the, the Clippers will throw it in gear. LeBron and AD down the stretch. If they're healthy, you don't want to mess with them. They're a half game out of yeah. the number two spot. So. I actually think, and the Kings get this much worse than everybody else, but let me just give you a great example. You know who basically nobody is picking to come out of the Western Conference for the most part? If I told you, hey, there's five different people. Other than Sacramento? Other than Sacramento. There's five different people that cover the NBA. Denver? It's very rare when people say Denver, okay? And I think there's, there's... this is very common in every sport. Until you actually make it to the finals, there's hesitation to pick that team in the finals. Mm-hmm. You, know the only, you know what the exception to that was? When the Warriors went for the first time a few years ago. Like People saw the Warriors coming, even though they hadn't. I think the Clippers beat them in the first round. That They the, did. They and, did early and, on. And it was uh, next year, the Warriors are going to be a real problem, and they were, and they won a championship that in the very next season. The difference with the Sacramento Kings, this is why it goes to another level. They haven't made a playoff since 2006. Right. So this isn't a team that, hey, well, they were there last year and they lost in the first round. And they were there the year before and they lost in the first round. I think it's just natural. Listen, I'm I'm a fan of, I got no problem with teams like that that are under the radar. They don't need the attention. They're representing a market that really cares about them. I'm a fan of that. I'm, I'm a fan of that kind of that underdog team. But when you... None of these guys have ever been to the playoffs together. Mm-hmm. That's why there's that hesitation. Even a team like Denver, who's got the best record in the West, have been to the playoffs a couple years, have guys. Remember, they went and got to the Western Conference Finals against the Lakers. Even them, they're not getting the respect. So I got a question for you, Taylor, as for whether or not the Kings could be vulnerable to what I'm about to lay out for you. Okay, Having not watched them nearly as much as you have, you tell me this. Is there a potential of we've already accomplished what we wanted to accomplish? We're good. We're in the playoffs for the first time, which I'll say since 06. We, we are no longer the laughing stock of the league. That Just being in the playoffs is an incredibly successful run. Therefore, the the urgency, the the opportunity, this isn't a, hey, this might be our only shot. we got to get this done. We've already accomplished something that nobody thought we could do. I think that's more so with the fans. Like As a fan myself, I, I'd be happy. You know, First round exit, first round you're still exit, okay? I'd be, I'd be okay. I, can, I, can, you know, I can't. I, just not it, not if they're the, the second seed, not if they're the third seed. It's just because of the expectation coming into this season and because I'm looking at the future, too. But can like it, this, but this can this it change? A- can it change? Like I, I think for most, I'm assuming this, for most Kings fans, that because you had this much success all season long, and I get it, you made the playoffs, everything else, got to win a round. They're number two. Yeah. If they got Minnesota in the first I, round I, or I they have Dallas you. in the first round, you got a I, legitimate shot. I, I agree with you. You can't be the com- – they could be the number two. They're almost certainly going to be the number three unless Phoenix gets – there's just not enough games really to reel them in at this point. Yeah. They're going to They're gonna be a high – they're going to have home court advantage. They should win this yep. thing. But I don't think the players sure. are satisfied. I think they have more of a hunger than the fans. For Light sure. the beam, Slee. 
Light the bleem. <laughs> the bleem. You guys should start calling it the bleem. They did. Light the bleem. There should also be multiple beams for each playoff series that you eventually maybe like, knocking out like, wood with. But silver, purple, white, black. I mean, yeah, I mean is there a black if, beam? If we get I don't there. know. <laughs> I mean, it's at night. It's going to be fun. Yeah, that'd be the only light it's during it's the day. It's on. But yeah, also, but only if they win. Guys, you can't do it dark. for each game, but it's <laughs> only if they win. When, it, when the sun comes up, we do the black beam. The sun goes down, we do the white beam. 24 hours. <laughs> the beam. The electricity bill. Always lit along the way. So watching the Dodgers and Padres in spring training yesterday, Slee, and I got a question for you about when I should start to get excited about this. It's next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I'm Imaging Tuesday with Travis and Sliwa. So apparently, Amanda was giving me the breakdown. You will have a one minute tonight for yeah. Pau Gasol's retirement yep. Yep. ceremony. So the open, it'll be a, a compressed open. Compressed time-wise. open. Yep. We'll throw to you. So okay. when the open is done, I have you one will, minute. You have one minute Got then it. to hit the mark. Got it. So you don't want to screw it up. You but don't want to go. This is if things are on time. You have to remember that these things never go on time. You don't want to. You yeah. don't want to. It's like front loading your. You don't want to step on pow. Let's right. just put it that way. That's the only thing you don't. want You don't do. want to have fifty-five seconds of material on Troy Brown. Sure. And then all of a sudden, oh yeah, Pat Gasol, let's go you to the court. Use Troy Brown. I already used that one. You got to. <laughs> you got to give a different player. Guys, here's fifty-five seconds Jared on Bill. Vanderbilt? Oh, you stepped on my He doesn't know bed. any I'm other sorry. players. <laughs> here's fifty-five seconds on Bill Sharman's glory. Oh wait, we got to go to Pat Gasol. <laughs> Are you going to say now, take it away, pal, like you're his friend? Pal's jersey, they're already done with it. And I'm like, let's throw it Well, you're going to have to do the play-by-play, Sliwa, of them unveiling the jersey. Oh, yeah. Wow. You just threw a lot. Maybe you just tossed this whole thing to John. So, like, when when Chris does the, you know, the voice and brings it back uh, and tosses to you, and you're going to be like, oh, and now the spotlight is on. Actually, Mario tosses to you. In the rafters. We only want some Mario toss. That's in your contract. Then we're good. I, I I I'm not worried about you. The timing you're gonna you're gonna handle fine. Have you thought about how you what you're going to say? Like, are you gonna say now? Let's go down to the court at Crypto.com for the retirement ceremony of Pau Gasol. Here's the chain smokers. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you know what you're going um, to say? Or are you gonna wing it in the moment? Because I would highly suggest you have a I'll rough have, idea. I'll what have you're gonna framework, say. but you also want it to be a little bit organic, right? A little bit uh, of the, I don't think you do in this organic moment. Organic with the framework. Uh, this is you can do a combo of the both. You can kind of have. You can have not an a shot. outline. You, need, like you a have shot. an outline of it, but you also a shot. You need to have yeah. the the organic that you're talking about because you don't know what kind of shot that's mm-hmm. going to be, which part of the game. Let me give you an example. But this is just I'm example. handing this to you. <laughs> Let me give you an example. There's four seconds left in the game. Okay, right? You get the ball, and you're thinking I'm going to take two dribbles. I'm going to get to the basket. I'm going to shoot. 
Well, if they threw a double team at you and you had no idea, then you kind of yeah, have to think on the this. fly a little this bit. This is you know exactly what you're throwing no, to. No, we don't because the timing of no, it the could ti- be off. The timing of it is the variable, but what you're throwing to is not variable. It's yeah, entirely that, that's the, fixed. Right. We're not gonna, it's not going to be a different jersey. That's, that's what I'm saying. Out. So this is why you should probably consider <laughs> Well, but he could toss. be. There is a person who is going to be there who I'm not going to name who is introducing that, Pow. So that's probably who that's you're going to want to throw to. Let's go down to the court oh, so he's for not the throwing retirement to ceremony of Pau no, jersey. No, he's most likely yeah. not that's, that's throwing directly to Pau. Oh, so now you've got a variable toss. This is a variable toss. got your back. You know, we have an outline. We've been given an outline, but it doesn't have all... Of the specific, I think, I during, think Chris wants like a script during Super Cross Talk in about thirty-five minutes. I would ask John mm-hmm. Ireland. You know he's done this, okay. And when you haven't done something before, Slee, yeah, and you're on live radio, you're on the Lakers radio network actually at that moment. I'm oh, he had to that. do it. He had I'm to do it pregame for Kobe's re- uh, last game. Oh, you did? No, no, no Co- Ireland. Did. Oh, well, it's, oh yeah, John's yeah, a professional. Yeah. 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 So I would ask John during Supercross, like, well, I'll be here to remind you to ask John. Nobody, Don't worry. It's Lewa. Nobody I, I ever mean, gets it right. I, I'm not. Everything will be fine. I just love how Chris is so dedicated. Well, I needed a bit to get to through the day. Almost hoping that it <laughs> doesn't work out. <laughs> I'm trying to help. I think Sliwa, my, I have I think my faith advice in you. was good. Thank we you, can call right. Sedano, too. You know, you, he does right. a lot of national radio now, too. Anyway, it's coming up at 1230, I'll tell you about where you need to be on the first day of March Madness. That's coming up in just a few minutes. Travis at Sliwa continues right now. So I was watching... March Madness tournament. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you caught me a little flat-footed right there. Yesterday well, when we were talking about it. Yeah. What about You're it? just like, we got... I want to be. I want it to be the same way. I feel like 15 years ago it was. 30. That long? No, for me it was 15. Yeah. 15 years ago, oh, I used to get. Yeah. So excited. Maybe because San Diego State can't win a tournament game. That has a lot to do with it. But has it, I know you're doing a bit, but honestly, it has nothing no, to do product, with any the product. It, it's so. bad. Yeah. It, it, it's bad. But I'm gonna try very, very hard to get on the UCLA bandwagon. Because it's local, because they're good. Theoretically, they should be able to get on a, on a little bit of a run here. So I'm going to try. But here's what's going to happen: I'm going to turn it on. The score is going to be 19 to 17 at the half of one of these games, and I'm going to be out. That's what that's what it is. It, it's, and it's not even good defense because nobody could hit a bucket. It, it, we're going to pass right. it around. We're yeah. going to set 900 screens. It's like just can we just have some? Going to run the clock down? out. There's 16 minutes left in the game. Yeah, it's 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 not great. Um, Anything else on the tournament that you want to throw in there? That is literally yeah, it. yeah. It's uh, hopefully we got a couple of Cinderellas for a day or two. That will happen. No, we'll that will always happen. North and Carolina and UCLA and, uh, and the and Michigan State or whoever, whoever's good. I don't we'll even know. We'll have who's the good. Uh, the St. Peter's Peacocks uh, again, maybe at oh, halftime. Right. <laughs> <laughs> at halftime, yep. pretty good. At halftime, there's going to be a fifteen Perfect. and two, and it's going to be oh my gosh, the fifteen is within six points, see, that's and then all point. that hype's going like, to go up. That what you just described. I'll probably is watch the end of that. Nineteen ninety-eight, and I'm with you on that. Yeah. Now it's like, what do I care? The number two, I don't know a single guy on the number two mm. before when you're going to take out Grant Hill. You have my full attention. When you're going to take out Sean Elliott... It's really just the programs, it, right? It, That's it. It's the names. It's mm-hmm. like these things that I don't know a play... I don't know a college basketball player other than the kid at Alabama who's in trouble. Mm-hmm. Still don't even know his name. I just know he's in a really weird spot. Mm-hmm. I know a couple of the guys at UCLA. And outside of that, I don't know. I know one of the guys at San Diego State because I went to the game on Saturday. His last name is Ladie. He's number 13. He's pretty good. Big, strong. That's it. How's your voice? I'm great. Just on a Tuesday doing that. 
doing the peacock. I just I get nervous. Oh no, fine. <laughs> get nervous for you. I had a salad for lunch yesterday. A lot of water. I'm I'm fully fully ready to go. Um, by the way, the Ravens have released a statement about uh, the franchising tag franchise tagging uh, Lamar Jackson. Uh, they said there have been many instances across the league of the Baltimore when a player has been designated with the franchise tag and signed a long-term deal that same year. We will continue to negotiate in good faith with Lamar, and we are hopeful that we can strike a long-term deal that is both fair to Lamar and to the Ravens. Our ultimate goal is to build a championship team with Lamar Jackson leading the way for many years to come. It's a really weird spot that they're in for, because I understand Lamar's position. He wants to get paid like one of the best quarterbacks in football because you can make a case that he is. If I'm the Ravens, if, I, if I'm staking out my position with the Ravens, mm-hmm. right, my, my, my position would be, listen, we haven't done a lot of winning with you. You are a running quarterback first who running quarterbacks do not get better the older they get. We've had the worst performing wide receivers in football. Everybody's pointing at the wide receivers. Oh, these guys aren't good. Well, how about the guy that's throwing him the ball? Maybe that's a part of it as well, that he's super exciting. But is he great? He's very, very good. Like, this is one of these, he runs, he's getting older, he takes shots. We don't move the ball really well through the air. At some point, he's going to have to be a guy that moves the ball through the air. We haven't made a bunch of Super Bowl runs or gotten close to Super Bowls. Sure. What exactly am I paying top, top dollar for? Patrick Mahomes. He's been an MVP. That's the the main thing. And he should have been. When I saw him at the Coliseum against the Rams that season, he won the MVP. I remember Kirk and I looking at each other like, what in the world are we looking at right here? He was unreal. Mm -hmm. They also lost in the first round of the playoffs that year. They've won one playoff game. He's played in four. That's what I mean. It's it's this is not Patrick. This isn't even Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert, knocking on wood, at 35 is going to be the same guy, only better than he was at 25. That's not true of Lamar Jackson. It's not. So this is, by the way, is that not the best thing for everybody? Let him hit that open market. Let's see what his, let's see what other teams would be willing to pay. And Baltimore Ravens are in a position where they can match it or they could decide. I wonder what the market for him is, Mm -hmm. right? Like if the Ravens are, what's the number? 34 million and change, which a lot of money, obviously. We're talking about Derek Carr yesterday Yesterday. got 25 million Mm -hmm. a year. 100 guaranteed. 100 guaranteed. Is is there a team that is a court? Tennessee. Mm-hmm. The Jets. Is there is there one of these teams that we think have a lot of good players, but maybe he's missing a quarterback and the, are looking at him as Raiders. the, the, the Raiders? Mm-hmm. Exactly right, Em. The Raiders. Mm-hmm. Or is this one of those teams that the Raiders? By the way, tell me, Lamar Jackson wouldn't look awesome in a Raider jersey? Already seen him. Yeah, that would be amazing. But is he, is he the answer to that particular problem? I don't know. Doesn't doesn't feel like it. Feels like you have to have. But by the way, this is the situation for most quarterbacks in the league. You gotta, there's got to be a little bit of everything, right? You got to have the right coach. You got to write the right offensive line. You got to have. There's things that you need. If he walks into a situation where everything is in turmoil, that's not going to help him. Baltimore is a very well-run organization, yeah. right? They have been. Yeah. So they maybe they got the best of him, but I think the question that you just proposed of what the market is for him, it's a fair question. The, we'll, and we'll find out. But think about it like this too: which is the of all the teams in the league, who knows him the best? Baltimore. Yeah. Right. Who's deciding we're not going to that forty million something number? We're not doing that. Baltimore, Baltimore, mm-hmm. right? So that if I were one of the other teams, that would inform my decisions. That that would but that would inform the- my decision a great deal because you know what he's what he's gives you yep. and what he's likely to give you moving forward. And you're saying that's ah, a little too much for me. I'm using that information to inform my own decisions. But not everybody is the Baltimore Ravens and has a good organization and makes smart decisions. And all you need is 
one person to overpay or decide, I want Lamar Jackson representing our jersey? He's incredibly exciting. He'd mm-hmm. be incredibly marketable. You'd be on TV a lot, and I don't know if you'd win a lot of games. And, and to, to be <laughs> honest with you, there are plenty of teams that might look at that and say that's good enough. Probably Not plenty, a, but a few. You can have a good record with him. It's just, I don't know if you're going to win a lot of playoff games. Washington. Like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of bound, I'm trying to find these places Ooh, that have very yeah. glaring quarterback problems. And if he doesn't want to move very far from where he lives we're, right now, right? That Washington kind of tracks. That, that look, here's Atlanta another, is not interested. That would, that would be a Atlanta place that would go. would track but a lot. Dan Orsini says that they weren't interested. What about Miami? There's all sorts of rumors that Miami's not all in on Tua. Tua's got all sorts of health problems. He's from Florida. Like there, there are some places. Somebody's gonna pay him and be like, I can't believe we paid Tampa Lamar Bay. And, and, and like you just said right there. Just takes one. Yep. One to overpay. I want my team to be the team that's willing to let somebody that if you don't buy it, I'm okay with you. Like if you just, and sure. I was bummed to see him leave, but use this. This isn't a perfect example because Lamar Jackson is better at what he does than the name I'm about to drop on you. The Dodgers basically looked at Justin Turner and said, look, we, we can't go to a second year. If you want to do it at this price, we'll do it. But you're a fan favorite. We know everybody loves you, but we're going to live with you going somewhere else at a price that we don't think is smart. Well, and you don't even have to go, even if it's um, – and I, I don't think it just came down to money, but Trey Turner, you could look at Seager. All you could look guys. at guys that were getting a ton of money, and the Dodgers made the decision of, no, let's not go with that. All right, speaking of, we'll come back talk a little bit about that Dodger-Padre game from yesterday and – when can we get excited about that moving forward? It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. When you hear that music. Well, first off, you know it's Live Imaging Tuesday with Travis and Sliwa. Lit. But also, the madness is coming. And we're waiting for Slee, as usual, to return <laughs> to the studio. <laughs> Maybe he's trying to summon Bill Sharman. <laughs> he's in the hallway with the board. He's moving it around. <laughs> you know, we were thinking maybe you took some time to go try to summon Bill Sharman with your Ouija board. <laughs> I'll buy it just for that. Bill, how do you think every, I should... Every night you'll communicate. How should I toss at halftime tonight? By the way, I just got the text. You're going to be on Sedano and Cap. Slee on the spot this afternoon. So they can give you some tips too. Well, I mean, I'm on there every game. I know. Anyway, we're playing this music because March Madness is coming. The Madness, the big dance. And the first day, Thursday, March 16th, Party, party, oh, party. We are taking over Yamaval Resort and Casino, the 909, their newest sports bar, for a tournament tip-off party. 
That means we will broadcast from 10 a.m. until 7 p.m. So make plans now to be at Yamava with us that Thursday, March 16th, to tip off the big dance together. Oh, here comes the hook. You ready? You ready, Slee? Can you feel it? Mm. <laughs> it's going to be a fun day. Thursday, March 16th at Yamava. Slee's going to wear a San Diego State Aztecs jersey. Do you have one? Uh, no, just have a shirt, not a jersey. Do you have a hat? Hat I have, yeah. Oh, well, you got to wear the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, we'll wear the gear. When do, and we're not going to know. We'll see. You say maybe You'll a know fifth Sunday seed, night. something like that. That's why they call it Selection Sunday. Yeah. So. yeah. Probably be about a fifth seed. I'm with you. Five or six. If you're 20th right now in the country, you'll be around there. It could be a six. They could get a little RPI in sync. Huh. Anyway, yeah, Selection Sunday. We should do a Slee Selection Sunday show. Slee Selection then you'd Sunday. Then you have to toss. What select? I don't know. <laughs> you'd have to toss all nonstop to like ESPN. Now back for the West Bracket. Uh, yeah. We go to Seth Colin- Greenberg, who's breaking <laughs> down the South. Jay Billis. <laughs> Jay Billis is my guy. That's my go-to. All right. Be sure to be there uh, Thursday, March 16th, and then Saturday, March 18th for Pickleball. You got your whole four days with us. That four-day weekend. Make it with us. Right? Absolutely. There you go. Travis at Sliwa continues now. And we've got a new uh, date on our calendar to go do a little Pickleball Monday. I texted Yates. Is he in? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to you off like you blew me off today? <laughs> he, might, he may very well. Now kind of the power's back in. Well, look – it's always oh, no, he's fu- coming. Yeah, he's coming. Oh, he's in. Yeah. Okay. Because it's fun it's... to be invited to things yeah. and then say no. That's well, that's the best combination yeah. of, of events. Hey, would yeah, you he... like to come? You know, I'd really like to, but no. He did all caps, I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> and then I'd love to. There you go. Right, so, so you got you got, got your uh, you got your oh, so who are you gonna play with? Are you gonna play with Clinton? I'll probably play with Yates. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Actually, that four is a perfect mix. Can, however, can, can it is. I offer just a little bit? Even yeah. though I mean you should play with Matt. Because Matt is gonna be more similar to me than Yates. It's awesome. It's awesome. The size, yes. the height, the, oh, yeah. all that. Listen, when yes. I see Matt Burke, I go, man, that's Travis. Tall, tall, athletic, I, lean. I, I, I mean, very lean. No, he's leaner than me. Tall, college athletes. <laughs> should I tell? tell should I tell you him also? You wouldn't know what that's about, Chris. <laughs> should I tell him also? Should I say, listen, don't move much, right? Because you've already told me we you're were, not going to be moving much. Matt and I were talking yesterday because he's been playing a little bit too. That ball that's down by our feet for a tall person, a little bit of a challenge. No, that's ball. not easy. A little bit of a challenging ball. We got to get Matt in here if he's listening in the back, so we can take a side by side comparison. Because you guys are twins. I mean, I I can't even tell you apart. Yeah, we do. I, I think we are pretty similar. Conceptually, I I get where you're going with this. <laughs> I think we're very similar. We, I, just tell me that other than I'm a little heavier than him. No, just no actually, I would go the other way. I yeah. think he's heavier than you. No, that's not true. So you guys are doing a bit. I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you that that's how it goes. But that was a real kind of breakdown there where you're like, no, no, don't play the eights. Here's yeah. why you go with it. Should we get that's... Scotty Pippen to come and play for Chris? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Get no, but Pippen. see, that's ridiculous. Me and Matt are very similar. He's just he's just a little leaner than me and three inches taller. Maybe not three, maybe two. And probably, what do you think, he's 26, 27 years old? He's half my age. Yeah, he's half your age. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, I will say it would be better to do that simply for what you just said, but I don't. But 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 that, all that's, of my ideas are good. That's Sadie. already going too far with any of it because the fact that you asked the most we could very easily just get out there, play for an hour, and then we're done. An hour? 
Look, if this thing goes the way that it's probably going to go, we could be done in no, 20 no, no. minutes. Thursday. Thursday oh, we'll play for I thought an you were hour. talking about I was going to say, March an hour is not that much. I, no, no, no. no. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the actual tournament, which is coming up no, March Nine 18th. minutes, it's over. Agape Pickleball Center, Mile Square Park in Fountain Valley. Uh, reserved seating is available. You can register at ESPNLA.com. The event is open to the public. You can come on out and hang out with us. Thanks to Michelob Ultra, Bud Light Seltzer, and Pizza Hut. Um, there's a pickleball clinic. There's a kid zone. There's a beer garden. There's complimentary food and drink. There's a DJ. There's basically all sorts of things to do. TVs to watch the NCAA tournament. Yep. So I think you and I will be able to watch a lot of basketball. If it's a good chance. What what half? If we make it a half an hour, like now, I'm not even trying to win a match. I'm just trying to extend whatever match we're in beyond 15 minutes. What changed with you? Because early on, you were like, "Hey, Al, we can't be out. You know, we can't be when the first one's out. It's easy. And now played. it's yeah, but I do you got that much confidence in everybody else here? No, but I have no confidence in myself. That's what's changed, right? Like I I have. There are a couple of things that I know that I can do reasonably well. Like if this were just ping pong and I don't have to move a yeah. ton, yeah. I'm not. I, I would not say I'm the best ping pong player here, but I know I'm not the worst. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm if somewhere north of the middle. I'm south of the middle in this game. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah, and unless I, you're really, really good at it, we're in deep trouble. All I've seen is Berg, Jorge, and AK so far. And I think all of them would give me indication that, yeah, it's anybody's game. Get him in here. Hurry up. Matt, or, yeah, come in here. We, we need to do this. Burke's going to play Thursday. Sit down and say, I want to I talk about this for a second before we get it. So you and I were having the conversation yesterday about pickleball, right? Yeah. And we were both talking about how, as tall people, how tall are you? 6'6". Uh, six, six. You're 6'. Six. Okay, so you're three inches taller than I am. Okay. And I said, when you guys how were going to play on Thursday that you guys should play together because it more closely resembles when I'm going to play with Al, tall player with Alan, right? And everybody was giving me a hard time because they don't think that you and I look anything alike. What do you think about that? I think so. I think you could also be my team, you know, sexy, classy, just like Chris. See? Am, am, I, am I that far off that, I look, you're taller than I am and – Maybe you're in a little bit better shape and you're half my age, but I think that if we walked around, people <laughs> would think, are you guys con- brothers? <laughs> Absolutely. You're a big brother. I think you have a much bigger brother. <laughs> I think you had a conceptual idea there, yeah. but let's not go as that's my brother. Why not? Let's not go as- Why? Yeah, why don't you guys get a little closer together? We'll, do it. Think, we'll take yeah, a picture during the could, break, yeah. um, but no, so I want to hear it from your lips. Why? Yeah. Um, yeah, you guys just don't look anything alike. Sure, we do. Uh, We're both tall. You're Trav, twice you have a little age, more meat on your body. A little bit more I, I, meat I, on I, the I, body. I, 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 yep. I, I've already yeah. stipulated yep. that I'm a little heavier than Matt. A little I older. Think, I think Burke, once he's out there, it's going to actually look like somebody who is, how old are you? 26, 27? 27. Yeah, he's young and athletic. I'm old and athletic. What are you talking about? He has a dad bod. It's like the Kelsey brothers. Thank you, Taylor. Oh, jeez. Taylor's probably pretty athletic, too, though. Yeah. See? Now, that would be a much better. Now we're, what do you mean? Nah, it's a little you are a college athlete, right? Yeah. Me too. And you, yeah. Yeah. See? The similarities basically it's never exactly. stop. Identical. Yeah. It's identical. Work at the same place? <laughs> <laughs> Similar interests? Burke, I'll probably play a couple rounds with you, but yeah. I also, I, I kind of just, let's, whatever that four looks like. Yates is in, so we got our four. Ron is in. But I get the concept. We'll play with you a couple times, so I kind of get an idea of having you really are, You just refuse to call me fat, don't you? <laughs> No, I'm not going to call Big you. Big bone. 
Yeah. <laughs> you just have a dad bod. Well, no, I, I look, I, I call myself that all the time. It's okay. You demolished yourself on Saturday with the red shirt, the Kool-Aid. I look you like went, a Kool-Aid man. Oh, yeah. And I was <laughs> like crashing through a brick wall. I was wall. like, no, you're fine. No, you're fine. It's okay. You know, when you're friends with somebody, you can be a little mean to them. It's a sign of affection. When you don't say something mean yeah. to somebody, it means I really don't like you at all. Yeah, that's why I don't so, say I don't say anything mean. So that's what I'm starting to get from you that you have you have absolutely. I, no I like the way you flip that. Hey, if you don't say anything mean, you actually don't like me. Right? What are you doing? That's what. No. Just Matt, tell him he's your friends. Do you, do you do you crush your buddies? Oh yeah, that yeah. means you love them. You know, right? You're closest to the ones right. you can really lay into. Exactly. You're thick. <laughs> Closer. How many With C's? Two C's. Yeah. Two, two. <laughs> we got two C's for sure. You're thick fan XL. I like you trying to stick up for me, Matt. Thank Anytime, you. Anytime, man. I appreciate it. Anytime. Use your partner for Team Sexy. What is it? Sexy Classy. Sexy Morales. Classy. Saying That's we right. haven't figured out who's who yet. I was just, you beat me to it. <laughs> Morales is going to be calling the games and playing. He's yeah. going to have a hot mic on what while he's playing. What if Chris decides that he has more MC responsibilities than playing responsibilities? We're gonna have do, to bring do you have a backup? In. No, we don't yet, actually. Sleep? Chris, though, might. You should after we get after we get bounced. You should go play with Matt. Bro, we got to have. I think I we. Like go, I think we can win a round. We can win one round. It's all going to come down to our seating. It's all going to come down who. It's all going to come down to who we play against. Jorge and Berg. I think it's a good match. I thought it was a good match until I played a few times, and I'm bad at this. I I I I, I want your confidence I be, level is it, just. So I went out with my buddy Brad, and we're but playing. But you played once, and right? You first, didn't play two. We twos. did play once. And the first time, I kind of hung around with him, right? Like, I, okay, he beat me, but he, I, it wasn't embarrassing. Yep. Next time we played, kind of lopsided. And then the third time we went out there, he wiped the court with me. So I'm getting, I'm getting worse. It's going AK in the wrong direction. Good. AK was, was pretty good. I find that hard to believe. <laughs> See, it that looks me, pretty intense. That, that means I like AK. Andy. That I, that I gave him a hard time. Pretty good. Means that I like Andy. The Dub coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Philip Rivers, Slee, that Philip Rivers of your San Diego Chargers and yeah. then briefly with the LA Chargers, contacted both the Dolphins and 49ers last year about unretiring and joining their teams. There, There's always that guy, right? A, a guy or two that is just left the league that's yep. probably well past the time where he can be an effective player. But the question becomes, is Philip Rivers a better option than um, – Josh Johnson is is Philip Rivers a better option than uh it quite frankly Bryce Perkins or John Wolford those are the sorts of quite that those guys can kind of slide in and grab one of those gigs well it's interesting too because it's Philip Rivers contacting the teams right it's not the teams contacting him it's like a it's like a sales pitch that he's putting out. Yeah, I've been in the league for it's a like long Emily's time. Interview. <laughs> the, 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 only Philip Rivers Zoom was open. The teams didn't turn only on. Only that cameras. video was on. That's pretty funny. Um, I, listen, I, I think you kind of have 
a good idea. And in the NFL, the quarterback position is everything. So if you could just have a steady quarterback that's been in the situation before, I get his pitch, but I also get that nobody gave him an opportunity past how many how many years was he in the league? It's got to be close to twenty, right? I mean, it's at least fifteen. Somewhere, at some, least fifteen. Yeah, I was going right to say it's probably somewhere mm-hmm. sixteen, seventeen, somewhere in there. And look, he was really, really good. I think he's going to be one of those guys, Lee, that if you weren't a Charger fan, um, whether San Diego or Los Angeles, yeah, he's going to get lost to the time. Because he didn't win a Super Bowl. You're never going to see those old Super Bowl highlight and his videos. his draft class won yes. Super Bowls. And, and, and he was, he's got great numbers, but the numbers won't stand because the league obviously is changing and everybody's throwing for a million yards. He was really, really good, but just kind of never got over the top like that. 16 years, 17 years, I think. I think yeah. one with Indy, so yeah, 17 years. He was terrific. Sticking with quarterbacks, did you see where the Niners are kicking tires on quarterbacks coming into this season? You see the names that they're thinking about bringing in to kind of backstop Purdy and, and Lance? I've not seen it. Matt Ryan, Andy Dalton, and there's one other that I'm forgetting. Just Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. The, the, these are the guys, and there was there's one more too. Oh, uh, Jacoby Brissett. Mm-hmm. The Rams are probably thinking, all right, <laughs> maybe if uh, Brock Purdy's elbow doesn't heal in time and maybe if Trey Lance has a bit of a, a slow step or a slow recovery, maybe there's an opportunity because Matt Ryan and Andy Dalton were about as washed as NFL quarterbacks as you're ever going to see. Yeah, they, they. I mean, how many quarterbacks did the Niners end up using over the course of – four? Four of them, right? They used four. So did the Rams. Rams used four as yeah, well. The difference is they went to the NFC Championship game. A little bit different. The Rams were. How about Purdy in that uh, NFC Championship? Literally couldn't do anything. Well, he got his elbow torn. Literally, off. and it was still out there and still handing the ball off. That that was one of those you should have probably gone to Christian McCaffrey running the the single wing or or the punter or whoever whoever the was out there. Yeah, what something tried something because else. that didn't work. Staying with quarterbacks again. Today was the day in 2016 that Peyton Manning retired from the NFL. Emily and I were talking about this this morning. To me, it seems like Peyton Manning was in the NFL far more recently than seven years ago. She felt like he had retired a really long yeah, time ago. Yeah, it feels ago. like it's so long since Peyton's been late. What about you? Seven seems that, – that's that's about right. That's about right. I, I, I was such a fan. Every time there was a matchup, him obviously and Tom Brady, it was always – that was so much bigger than the actual teams and anything else was those two guys. But seven sounds about right. Maybe I see what you're saying, that it seems like he was in the league a little bit sooner. And I could also kind of understand that. No, it must have been over 10 years ago. Seven sounds about if right If you would to have me. told me, and I, I know he's in the Hall of Fame, so that's at least five years. But if you would have told me, yeah, they gave him a, a waiver and he's only been out of the league three years, I'd be like, yeah, okay, I believe you. I, it just it did not seem like he's been out a long time. It also feels to me like, oh, it could have happened in 2010. It could have been 12 years ago yeah, that it happened. it doesn't feel like that to me. What do you think he does? Obviously, he's got his Monday Night Football gig that is very successful, and, very and popular. And a lot of people trying to kind of copy that yeah, concept. Yeah, Peyton's places. He has a lot of other media. I, I would think for somebody with his resume and his his accomplishments and knowing that he can do the Manning cast and it's a hit, that he can do Peyton places and it's a hit. Is media what he wants to do? That seems like a, a low bar for somebody of Peyton Manning's skill set. That he's good on TV. He, he obviously is great on TV. But what what does he do? Does he want to run a team? Does he want to run the league? Like what what is the next big job for Peyton Manning? Because he's very bright, very personable, super popular. What does he do? When you said that to join a media company, 
or you know whatever the network being right? on tv is too easy of a job i was for gonna say i'm like no that doesn't i don't think that for his skill set being on tv okay, is the right how about job this? for eli how, how about this <laughs> last week we were talking about this best people to host on snl mm-hmm. athletes and for me I, I thought peyton right away like he's that good where he can do that sure i don't know you see him in a front office anywhere i denver I, further up an ownership group that's to me what is intriguing like maybe i don't know if he's got ownership money but not unlike what magic has done with the dodgers right where he's part of a group Mm. where he's kind of the front man for the ownership group Mm. at least to a point and oh by the way maybe i have my my thumb in the the management of the football team from a football perspective but this is a this is a very shrewd guy. This is a very smart guy that can do a lot of different things. Yucking it up on Monday Night Football seems like a low bar for him. Also, another low key thing that he I I would like to see him do, or that if he did it, I would be like, this is really cool. If he was like a showrunner on some sort of like dramatized NFL show, like a similar thing to Winning Time, but if he was the showrunner of something similar to Wedding Time, but from football, I think I'd be kind of funny. You're too young to remember. They did that, and the show was awesome, and it was way too real, and the NFL said, you know what would be a good idea if that show didn't exist anymore? <laughs> and that show went but if it, boop, But if it was gone. Peyton doing it, would they... Well, that's the point, but the point is, for the show to be the, the show that we all want, I think, Peyton would not give up that. Do you remember that show, Slate Playmakers? No. No? Mm-mm. Oh, my gosh. It was... On ESPN, it was a dramatized version of a professional football league, and they let it rip. Mm. And the NFL went, "No, we're fine with it, but you know we don't love it." Or maybe like and, he could do the high school level, like yeah. Friday Night Lights, but funny. I, I could went, see it went away like that. <laughs> There's power right there. Yeah, they went. It's all right. Yeah, we'll go ahead and take that off. Yeah. Um, I can't see him. I don't know if I could see him like a John Lynch role. I don't think I see him doing that either. Yeah, I agree up. with you. No, he, I agree with you. He, he strikes a general me. manager role. I'm with you. I, I don't see him doing that. Let me throw a big one at you. But that, listen, the ownership stake, the 5%, 10%, something like that. Peyton Manning be a good commissioner of the league? He's he's certainly got the gravitas. He's certainly got the name. Does he have – he understands media really, really well. I don't know if he understands the business side of it, but he probably does. I think he might. He probably but does. But would we start to hate him? And I don't want to see that happen with Peyton Manning. <laughs> Perhaps, and, and that's a good point, M. But it's also a job that seems like something that would hold his attention. That that that's he loves the NFL, right? You, you remember his NFL, his Hall of Fame induction speech was mm-hmm. about this. This league has given me everything that I have. I think you did nail it on the. No, that's not good enough. Okay, what's next? Hire. No, that's not good enough. Yeah, what's next? Hire commissioner owner. That's interesting. That seems like where it is. I would be remiss if I didn't wish uh, Jenny F- Jenna Fisher a very happy 49th birthday. One of my favorite TV shows. She's one of my favorite characters on said TV show. And That's your girl. If Jenna Fisher's in something, I'll watch it. That's okay. Have you watched? What have you watched that she's been in? I've seen most of the movies that she's been in. Certainly okay. all the mainstream movies. Uh, that splitting been, up together. Did you see that? I yes. Yep. Terrible show. Watched every episode. <laughs> what about the um the blue man? Like <laughs> That's the, when the, you know you love her. I the, hated the show. There was the I one where she actually episode. like met her husband doing it. It's like the blue man thing. I don't know that. The one. robot man. It's like a very indie film. Okay. And that's what she and her husband did together. That's how, kind of how yeah. they. I don't oh, know what Travis is doing tonight. <laughs> yeah, watching, watching splitting an up indie together film. was not good, and I 
think I've seen every episode more than once. Big Jenna Fisher fan. That's what I'm telling you. It's time for a little super cross talk. Woo 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 woo! AK hey. in the house for Mason today. Ireland is here. So I did not know your uh, history with Jenna Fisher. So I'm oh, guessing yeah. you're a big Office fan. Yes, I am. All right. So you guys know Ryan Rosillo, right? Of course. Mm-hmm. The biggest and maybe only argument I've ever had with Rosillo is he is convinced and will defend his argument that the character of Pam Beasley in The Office is evil. I've heard this. That, you know, she's kind of America's sweetheart. She, yeah. she finally ends up with John Krasinski with Jim, and Rosillo's take is, hold it. <laughs> she was engaged to Roy, yes. her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. She cheats on him behind his back, goes with Jim, who had a girlfriend. Jim was with Rashida Jones. Yep. Yes. Breaks up that relationship, and then basically emasculates Jim for the whole second half of the office <laughs> and makes him do whatever she wants. And he's he, he, not a bad take. Yeah, he says that he doesn't understand why she's popular because she's kind of evil. The other the other thing I heard I was watch I was listening to. Uh, do you guys ever ever listen to the Rewatchables podcast? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So basically, it's Bill Simmons and all the folks at Grantland go back over the old Ringer movies. The Ringer. Oh, thank you, Grantland. Wow, that's old school. Uh, that was Bill's last site. So, um, at the Ringer, three of the girls, I think it was Mallory Rubin and Juliet Lippman. The other weird take is that Becca from Pitch Perfect, okay, is horrible. She's the lead. That's yeah. Anna Kendrick's That's character. Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick in that movie is our bad friend, bad daughter. That's true. Bad girlfriend, I'll sign up for that one. I'll sign up for that one. Bad everything well, that she's just and their whole the whole list of the she she comes out of that movie as kind of the hero. Their whole take is Becca sucks. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm far more agreeable to that than I, anything I think negative about Jenna Fisher. The, ne- I think never, the, never, never. The Pam and Jim thing. The reason why I get the take, but it's because they had the history. Is because he leaves that office and has to go to the was in the but New York right, office. She, that's another point of Priscilla's. He ruined his life to the. She ruined his life to the point <laughs> where he had to down. leave town to just to get away from her. But he, and then when he came, comes back, right? She basically goes out of her way to sabotage the relationship Correct. she has with Rashida Jones. Right. And she she Good. screws over Roy, who admittedly had a temper. Well, you you guys have heard before. I, I guess it would be sort of the alternate fan fiction, or however you want to put this. That in the Karate Kid, Daniel Larusso is really the villain. It's not the alternate version; it's the truth. Right? Like, because if you you know they present Wait, which this, one? The first one. The first one. How is he the Let's villain? Hear it. Because Let's hear it. all Let's they're hear it. doing is they, they come down to the beach. He picks a fight with Billy Zabka. Then he ruins his joint at the dance. Then he goes out of his way to constantly antagonize. They never pick on him in the, and in the until he starts picking on them. In the beginning, too, you hear... What are you talking about? What about, what he about the picked Halloween on, does party? He, yeah, doesn't he right. get picked he, on the he, whole time? He, he started p- it. He does. He, he They're in the bathroom rolling it. a joint. Yeah. He's the Minding one that puts the, the hose in there and soaks it. That's when they attack him after they ruin his joint. Plus, at the top I gotta go of back it, and watch. At the top of it too, when you first see Johnny, Johnny Lawrence, and you know the moped gang, um, he's talking about how it's his senior year. He just wants to get it together. He turns down a beer, yeah. like he's offered a beer. Maybe he had a problem before <laughs> parting too hard. He just wants to get things together during his senior year. And LaRusso is actually the instigator. And all of this stuff, by the way, carries through to 
Cobra Kai? Well, Cobra Kai, he actually is kind of a bad guy, right? Daniel never lets anything go. He's He's always in the middle of instigating these things that basically ruin his children's life. Yes. Like, he's actually kind of a bad dude. Next, you're going to tell me Mr. Miyagi was a bad guy, too. No, he was And great. a bad influence. Was, Daniel did not take the Miyagi message to heart. No, if He any, was an instigator. If anything, Dan, uh, Johnny Lawrence, especially as time has gone along, has been much more of a Miyagi-Do student, <laughs> even if he doesn't realize it. He doesn't even know it, but he actually subscribes to more of the Miyagi principles you know, he he at least wants to be a better person, even if he's incapable of it. Daniel's the guy that has everything <laughs> and can't ever be happy. All right, certainly back to Don't pitch. Don't have to convince me, Andy. Okay, certainly back, back to, to Pitch Perfect. Another another hot take from Pitch Perfect. At the end, didn't the trebles actually outperform the girls? The Bellas? The Bellas. Weren't the trebles better? <laughs> I've never seen Pittsburgh. I, I don't. I've, what? I've seen it. Andy, that should be. Uh, uh, I have not seen it either. What? None. Of, there's been three of them. You haven't seen any of them? Mm-mm. They get progressively I've worse. only seen them. You've seen all of them. Yeah, right? and you're completely right. One of them? The, the boys were so much better. all three of them. Yeah. Did I watch one of them? No, you would no. not like it. What are you talking No, you'll, the original Pitch Perfect is fantastic. You'll, you'll like for nothing else that Rebel Wilson calls herself Fat Amy for the whole movie <laughs> and makes fat jokes about herself. And uh, it it's, do you like musicals? Because um, as you know, Sleed, this is right up my alley. <laughs> yeah. Do I? It's okay to I, say no. Did I see Book of Mormon because of you? Did you? Yeah, tell I'm, me to I'm see the it? world's biggest Book of Mormon fan. And did you like it? It was unbelievable. Did you like it because it was a musical or because it was funny? Oh, it's funny as hell. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You're not going I lean to Oklahoma more towards, South Pacific. But that was in your everything. Spare time. Every no, I'm not. Unlike this guy over here. T Raj, T Raj, I'm not. You're right. Yeah. But that was also just shocking. Every one minute that went by, that, I was more amazed at what was happening. That's not the entry to musicals, though. That that is a comedy as a musical. Musicals are Oklahoma, South Pacific, yeah. they, these sorts. Sound of, of music. Yeah. yeah, Sound of Music. And I don't so think I it's would for not you, probably lean on that. I don't think it's for no. You. I think you would. I do me a favor. Sometime in the next, Emily, don't you think Sliwa would like the first Pitch Perfect? The other two are a little. Eh. She's not listening to you, John. Oh, she's in the middle of something. <laughs> I, I, I did the Wire because of John. Uh, wire's That's very good. It's a little different. That <laughs> you jump from there's only perfect to the wire. I'm giving him credit for what he's suggested. There's only three <laughs> musical numbers in all five seasons of The Wire combined, Alan. That's a right. terrible example. No, no. Okay, so unique, unique. It was musical. a suggestion that John gave me. Okay, unique Goodness. musical fact about The Wire. Omar. Okay. <laughs> the the title song from The Wire is a song called "Way Down in a Hole." Mm-hmm. This is the only show that I've ever seen do this. Five different versions of Way Down in the Hole for each of the five seasons. Different artists. So if you go, mm. it's the same song, just different renditions of it every year. Yeah. And they're all good. So I thought that was a really unique kind of cool thing that they did. John, I'm lean on your expertise here for a second. Not on musicals, but okay. on Lakers stuff for okay. a second. And not necessarily basketball, but rather... The ceremony that's going to take place today. Yeah, yeah. I heard you say, Slee, you're totally covered here. They're, first of all, I don't know. Amanda was saying uh, that she thought that's if they're on time. They have to be on time. They it's get at, fined if they're not, right? Yeah, it's at halftime. So, and and by the it's way, TV nobody, clock or whatever. Yeah, nobody mm-hmm. does ceremony like the Lakers. They're great at it. 
Um, you can rip the Lakers for front office moves or, you know, why did they give Nick Young money or whatever. Anytime the Lakers have to put on a show, even if it's shrouded Nick in... Nick Young catching strings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even Nick Young it... listening saying, what the hell just happened here? But uh, they will... You will have... I left the team seven years ago. The clock... The, I'll throw it... The first half will end. I'll throw yeah. it to a break. You got a minute to kind of get your act together, and then you're going to have a minute, and they're going to go, mm-hmm. and you're not going to have to worry about anything. Now, Chris is just wants to create the the drama of it. <laughs> oh, here comes Chris. Well, that's his job. He's yeah. he's yeah. a drama creator, a misery profiteer, whatever whatever the terminology we're using. But John, how would you, as a professional? Yeah. You've done this many times. How would you toss to this? Because I think that's what we're worried about, sleep. Well, what you have to do is, and Chris knows this from radio DJ days, is is you've got to you got to smack the open. In other words, you can't. There can't be like thirty seconds of. And now here's Lawrence Tanner, and then, and then we wait thirty silence. seconds. Yeah. You got to walk. got to kiss it. You got to walk right up to it. Got to hit the post. And then, right, hit the post is is, <laughs> a, is is what they say in the business. But you'll be fine. Can Lawrence give me a? No, just watch him. <laughs> You don't want to step on it, right, John? Yeah. As we say in the just, business, just watch him. You'll you'll get a good sense of it. By the way, if you want to, there's a run through. Would that help you? Um, I'll probably be there anyways. Because if they're doing will, a run through, you will it's, not. But I can tell you what time it's at and where to go. Would you? Oh, you're saying it's not? They're not going to do it. Yeah. yeah. Predetermine how you're going to throw to it, or would you let the moment strike you and then just kind of win? Yeah, I don't think you have to. I I think it'll be. Uh, yeah, this isn't. This isn't. You know. Kobe's final game. Yeah, but for this you, Alan, it is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> so they, well, this so actually this is, is actually your equivalent of calling Kobe's, Kobe's 81 game. is 60. Yeah. LeBron, you know, when John, his great call of LeBron becoming the all-time scoring leader, yep. this is, this is your it. that. They will take away my third quarter update. I'm if just I, saying, everybody's, everybody's going to remember this. Like, if yeah. you screw and no this one's, up. No one's taking away the third quarter update because I don't want to talk. <laughs> like, if you F this up. When they up, came to me with the Rams, like, we're not going to do the first and third quarter update. I'm like, thank God. Yeah. Like, <laughs> excellent. Good luck. See, going, time. Michael, Michael and I both want to talk less. Yeah. So, you know, that'd be good. Yeah, good luck going to Barcelona, Alan, if you screw this up. <laughs> You will never be able to go to Spain for step the rest foot, of your life. Step foot in that country. All right, so real quick, I kind of with on the POW topic here. If we're stipulating that Hakeem and Dirk are two of the five greatest international players of all time. Okay. Okay. Who are the other three? Hmm. Michael's gonna love this topic. Um, okay. By the way, is that a fair stipulation that Hakeem and Dirk are automatics? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I would agree. Um I'm ready to put Giannis in. Okay. Giannis we, is already in the I, top five. We're okay with that? I, I would agree with that. What about Jokic? He's about to win his third MVP I'm ready. in a I row. am ready to put Jokic in. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, Michael loves Joel Embiid. As a matter of fact, Michael did, wanted to do something, and he's, if he had a vote, he would do it. He said that even if Jokic wins MVP this year, which he could, mm-hmm. Michael would make him second team all first NBA. Team, first behind team Embiid. all NBA, yeah. Yeah. Behind him. Yeah. yeah. It's not going to happen. But. I, well, I said to him, I go, Michael, that's never happened in the history of the league. And uh, a guy named Tom Johnson, who used to run the local newspaper in, in my hometown of Corona Del Mar, texted me and said, you're wrong. It's happened once before. Kareem, in 1973, was the NBA first team all NBA center. And the MVP that year was Dave Cowens, who was second team all no NBA. No kidding. So it wouldn't be unprecedented but does it, if so it he, happened. Here's the list. And it, speaking of Michael, Michael's taught me that whenever there's a list, Wilt Chamberlain is on it. There are three guys that have won three consecutive MVPs. Jokic would make the fourth. 
the three so guys. So it's got to be Bird was one, right? Bird was Bill Kareem Russell. the other one or Bill Russell? Bill Russell okay. and Chamberlain. And, uh, and if Jokic does that, I mean, isn't he – I mean, come on, look at the I'm, company I'm he's keeping. Jokic is the best passing big man in NBA history while putting up 20-something points a game and 10-something rebounds. I'm ready to right, put so him we've in got, there. So we've got Jokic, we've got Giannis, we've got – this is what Jerk. you isn't impressed. What about <laughs> what about Steve what Nash? That? Two MVPs. Steve Kendrick Nash. Perkins isn't impressed. By the way, let me throw Tony Parker. Um, I would put Nash ahead of Tony Parker. Yeah. Um, even though Tony Parker's really good. Mm-hmm. Nash Ginobili popped MVP. into my head, but I don't think he makes top five. Um it point. What? Right now, as mm-hmm. we stand here, Powell has a better resume than Joel Embiid, but I think Embiid's gonna pass him. Would you agree with that, Michael? Powell right now has a better resume, but Embiid eventually well, I, will pass. I, I guess Are we not question, throwing Luka into this at all too early? Same thing. But I guess that's the question. The question is how much are you going to weigh in the championships, or do you weigh it less when you're talking about, hey, these are individual players, it. international players. It's all of it. Because it's if, team if it, success, it's I mean, individual some of it success. Just how great do you think they were? Right. Mm-hmm. Like You know what I mean? Like We, we do have eyes. We watch the game. Sometimes championships are just circumstances. Right. What I learned from Powell more than anything else is that fit matters. And this is what I mean. Uh, not everybody was built to play with Kobe. Um, because Kobe was so ball dominant. He was so personality dominant. Mm-hmm. He was so driven that he not only was he going to have the ball in the fourth quarter, if you didn't give it to him, he would come and take it. I mean, that's how... <laughs> Literally. Yeah. yeah. Ask and, Ramon Sessions how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> so, Powell comes along. I still remember the day he got here. February 1st, 2008. And he had been in the playoffs in Memphis, but he didn't have any wins. He, he, he'd been swept three times, and they traded him. And, and he got here, and in Memphis, he was the, the A, the best player on that team. And on our team, he was going to be the B to Kobe. And I realized after a couple of games that he was so much better than everybody else's B. Hmm. He was almost an A minus because he fit perfectly with Kobe. And here's why he had a unique ability. And this is harder than it sounds. All right. There's not a lot of guys who can do this. Maybe 10 in the whole world to catch and finish with either hand. Hmm. So I would see Kobe come flying down the lane out of control, double, triple teamed, he would throw a pass, and no matter where he threw it, if he threw it in the general vicinity of Gasol, he could throw it at his ankles, he could throw it over his head, hmm. he could throw it behind his back, and it didn't matter. Powell would catch it, and then wherever he was when he caught it, he would spin to whatever was easier and score with either hand. And I went, wow, they're, they're not going to be able to guard these guys. And all of a sudden I realized, well, they already are doubling Kobe. Now they're going to have to double Powell. And that was the emergence of Andrew Bynum, Lamar Odom, Derek Fisher. Yep. Um, Ori. You know, Ori was gone. Ori was part of the first group, yeah, yeah. But the all, all the other guys, Andy, became better because – Powell was yeah, – I mean, he just didn't yeah. make any we mistakes. Also, we also just underestimate how great you have to be to be a quality number two on a championship sure. team. Like, most players in the league aren't that good. 
Like you have we to take, be Anthony Davis good. Right. I like, mean, you have to be Pau Gasol you have good. To, like, or Dwayne Wade good. Or, you know, right. when people talk about, you know, that guy can't be the number one player on a championship team. Yeah, there are seven yeah, of those. Yeah, like, okay, great. Neither <laughs> yeah. can 98.7% yeah. of, of the NBA yeah. players. I'll give, right. you a, I'll give you a great example of if he asked for a trade or got traded, who would be what Pau was to the Lakers. In other words, he's an A who hasn't been able to win where he is. But if he went to a team as a B, he would almost be an A minus. Is Lillard? If Lillard is probably not good enough to lead Portland to a championship, but if he left and went anywhere that where they had, like if he went to Milwaukee, yeah. If if he was the guy going to Phoenix, if he if went he to was Dallas with Embiid, instead of yeah, if he went to Philadelphia, mm-hmm. he would be a much better fit than even Harden is because he's so good. I think Lillard's actually good enough. He hasn't had a team good enough around him. But I under, I understand he's, what you're saying. He might be the line. He, like he he's that guy that I mean, you, he, could, or he you need has, two A minuses. He made it to away. the Western Conference Finals in the bubble. He's put That's away as far teams. as he's gone. He's put away No, he he went to the Western Conference Finals not in the bubble. That was did Denver. He, he did. Oh, that was right. that right. was the year he, they played the uh the Pelicans or they, it, they played it, the Warriors. It worked they out. The Warriors. It, they lost they in the Western Conference Finals to the Warriors, but it worked out to advantage of Portland to win a series without getting I don't think right. Dame has had a team good, like legitimately good enough. Super Crosstalk, powered by In-N-Out Burger. That's what a hamburger is all about. Mason and Adam coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow.